Hello, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm Jeff Lee, editor of Cargo Facts, and it's Friday, the 23rd of February. A new cargo airline is coming to the United States, and it plans to start operations using two 737-800 freighters. I'm talking, of course, about Seven Air Cargo, which is going through the certification process with the Department of Transportation and the FAA. But the first aircraft has already emerged in the carrier's colors. Last week, I talked to CEO Amos Rodriguez and VP of Commercial Operations, Carlos Koch, for an update on Seven Air Cargo's plans. Hey, Amos and Carlos, and thank you for joining us. So what's the, the latest um, and where are you with your certification? As of today, we are uh, on schedule with the FAA uh, certification process. Uh, all of our pilots, everybody's in training. Uh, we're in the training phase with the FAA and uh, should be doing tabletops uh, sometime in March and proving runs also towards the end of March and certification on, on track for maybe the first week of April. That's where we are as far as our timelines with the FAA. Uh, we're on track as of today. Okay, good to hear. Now, on the aircraft side, we know that you're planning to start off with two 737-800s, but what can you tell us about that? We currently lease two MSN numbers from uh, Aircastle, and mm. uh, the first aircraft is uh, in Goodyear, Arizona, being painted. Uh, I just got some pictures on Friday. Uh, the whole fuselage was already uh, sanded, and we are also doing, uh, you know, when you paint an aircraft, we got we hired this company that puts like 10 cameras all the way around, and they're monitoring and recording the whole paint procedure. And then at the end, uh, we will get like a speedy video right. of how, how it went and now the final product. So we will get that uh, once the aircraft is painted. Uh, it got washed this weekend and it, they're starting to paint today. Today they'll put the primer and and tomorrow I guess they'll do one color and then the other color you got every two days you can do a different color. Uh, so the aircraft should be painted uh, for the middle of next week from what I'm being told, completed. But you know a funny story, uh, Rob and I were had been guessing all this time uh, who and which uh, two aircraft and actually the my guess was uh, Air Castle. <laughs> and uh, but I, th I think last week I saw I don't know if it's uh, this exact one, but I saw a photo of one of them uh, in the colors of another operator. But I guess maybe that um, and that aircraft is being repainted. I don't know if it's that one, but no, but then, no, the, the, okay. one, the, the two that we secured. We've been dealing now for the past five months on securing those two leases, and they just went through cargo conversion, so they were not painted. The first one flew out of Miami to uh, you know Goodyear for the paint, mm. and the second one just flew, I think, last week out of conversion. Oh no! It's no, still, the, the second one is still here in, in still here? it's still here in commercial yet. Uh, okay. it's, it got some minor touches to finish it on the sea check and uh, it's waiting for the two engines that are being uh, okay. uh, coming from overhaul that were also ready. Uh, and that one uh, will also go to Goodyear for painting most probably in another two or three weeks from now. Okay. So, okay. to say they're AEI conversion. Yeah, yeah. And was there a particular reason why you selected the AEI conversion versus the, the BCF or the BDSF? 
Well, the, the thing there is that uh, we started the negotiation with uh, Air Castle and that's who they converted the aircraft with. So we had no other choice, but uh, you know, we got a good deal on these two leases and we went ahead and, uh, and secured it. We have uh, two other serial numbers that we secured, but we cannot, we haven't finalized the, the deal yet. So those two, I can, we, we'll give them to you when we have them secured. Interesting. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, we submitted with the DOT in our DOT submission uh, for four aircraft. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, because you don't want to, you know how that works. Uh, the DOT filing, uh, uh, depending on how many airplanes you ask to, that you're going to put in within the year, then you got to have that amount of money put in the, for backup. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to say, I'm going to put 10 airplanes because then you got to put like $10 million in. Mm -hmm the bank and you got to have them there otherwise you don't get approved by the DOT. So what kinds of operations and routes are you targeting once you receive your AOC? Mm, we we have two options. We we are going to go with uh, AC uh, charter and also we are going to move our own freight. So we like uh, we would like to do both, not just uh, charter only. Uh, we are going to do charter with different uh, operators, different companies, and we are going to do our own freight as well. As far as the first route, uh, we are concentrating on Central America. There'll be de several destinations within Central America. Mm -hmm. so once we have that more solidified, you know, we'll share with you guys. When you say your own freight, um, do, you, do you, you presumably that means like your you'll stand the space yourself so do you have like an uh some agents like gsa partners or yeah we um yeah we're in the early stages of those uh partnerships and development but hmm. we'll have a good mixture i know okay. probably over 50 percent of our operations will be consolidated freight hmm. interesting um, and I guess with the two, um, eventually with the two different conversion types, um, how important um, are the differences for you? Or like, uh, does that mean you're testing the two different types because different customers have different requirements or does it not really matter which no, conversion type? It doesn't really matter, uh, Jeffrey. The only problem with that is that uh, it's better when you go with the Boeing conversion because when you use like the AEI conversion, you have to pay a royalty to Boeing right. yeah. for the records and all of that. So it's a no big deal. And also in your in our manual system, you have the difference. So right. you have to deal with, but it's, it's not a big deal. The the cargo loading system is the same. The load is the same. Uh, so the door is in a slightly different position though. Yeah, different to the other conversions, like on the 400s, on the 800, they pretty much kept the standard. So all of the three conversions are pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The weights are the same. Everything's the same. So no, it's no big deal. From a timing perspective, um, how much of this is intended to line up with uh, the recovery and air cargo demand? Um, or are you not too concerned because of the commercial relationships you already have? And I'll answer that on the freight side. It's actually a combination of both. It is strategic timing because we've seen a decrease in wide body in the area. So it's gonna it's gonna be probably a good timing for the narrow body. So and and also we had planned 
The reason we picked the narrow body is because of the strategic partnership that we had, and that was going to be the aircraft, uh, you know, necessary for for the routes that we were targeting. So it's kind of all lined up. It's harder to um, get a load for a seven six seven three hundred. Um, you know, you have to have a, a large amount of freight uh, to load up the aircraft totally and and make a uh, profit out of it. So. With a narrow body, it's a little bit easier. It's a 12 pallet position. You, it's like a truckload. Uh, you can. It's it's a lot easier to go to different countries and just pick up that that load. Yeah, makes it makes it uh, more manageable and and it works just perfect for us. Well, speaking of manageable, uh, Miami is a pretty competitive market, uh, particularly for air cargo movement throughout the Americas, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we've been at this process for two years now, and during the, that period, uh, you know, being that Miami is home for us, we do have the advantage of, uh, you know, playing home court, so it, it makes it a lot easier. Absolutely. Um, are you also, I guess, in the longer term, um, will you be just sticking, like you were talking about, narrow bodies and wide bodies? you still uh, plan to only stick to the 800s or... You know, go a bit larger eventually. Yeah, um, eventually we do have plans. We are going to grow the company to about probably about <clears throat> seven. We say probably seven or maybe up to fourteen eight hundreds, and then, uh, but somewhere around seven or ten, we will make a decision on on the white body, and we already have a good feel for where we're going and what aircraft we are going to be using, and it will be the triple seven. Sevens, uh, seven 800s and <laughs> 777s, uh, that sounds uh, like the perfect uh, number. Yep. Well, you know, our number is uh, seven air, so yeah. we'll keep, <laughs> keep it all seven. That triple seven will go <laughs> just perfect because our paint job has three sevens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's we're going like to keep uh, the same flow. That was Amos Rodriguez and Carlos Koch with Seven Air Cargo and Extreme Holdings. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing your 737-800 freighters flying. And that's all the time we have today. For more coverage of the freighter aircraft market, visit cargofax.com. Thank you very much for tuning in, and join us again next time. 